Today is March 19th. I'm Serena, and welcome to the Seven Streams Bible Reading Method. Believe it or not, we are in the 12th week of reading through the Bible this year, and we are starting a new version today. It is the Holman Christian Standard Bible. We'll be reading from Genesis 43 to 45 because we're in the world stream today. More about Joseph and his brothers. Genesis chapter 43. Now the famine in the land was severe. When they had used up the grain they had brought back from Egypt, their father said to them, Go back and buy us some food. But Judah said to him, The man specifically warned us, You will not see me again unless your brother is with you. If you will send our brother with us, we will go down and buy food for you. But if you will not send him, we will not go. For the man said to us, You will not see me again unless your brother is with you. Why do you cause me so much trouble? Israel asked. Why did you tell the man that you had another brother? They answered, The man kept asking about us and our family. Is your father still alive? Do you have another brother? And we answered him accordingly. How could we know that he would say, Bring your brother here? Then Judah said to his father Israel, Send the boy with me. We will be on our way so that we may live and not die, neither we nor you nor our children. I will be responsible for him. You can hold me personally accountable. If I do not bring him back to you and set him before you, I will be guilty before you forever. If we had not wasted time, we could have come back twice by now. Then their father Israel said to them, If it must be so, then do this. Put some of the best products of the land in your packs and take them down to the man as a gift. Some balsam and some honey, aromatic gum and resin, pistachios and almonds. Take twice as much money with you. Return the money that was returned to you in the top of your bags. Perhaps it was a mistake. Take your brother also, and go back at once to the man. May God Almighty cause the man to be merciful to you, so that he will release your other brother and Benjamin to you. As for me, if I am deprived of my sons, then I am deprived. The men took this gift, double the amount of money, and Benjamin. They made their way down to Egypt and stood before Joseph. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to his steward, Take the men to my house, slaughter an animal and prepare it, for they will eat with me at noon. The man did as Joseph had said and brought them to Joseph's house. But the men were afraid because they were taken to Joseph's house. They said, We have been brought here because of the money that was returned in our bags the first time. They intend to overpower us, seize us, make us slaves, and take our donkeys. So they approached Joseph's steward and spoke to him at the doorway of the house. They said, Sir, we really did come down here the first time only to buy food. When we came to the place where we lodged for the night, and opened our bags of grain. 
Each one's money was at the top of his bag. It was the full amount of our money, and we have brought it back with us. We have brought additional money with us to buy food. We don't know who put our money in the bags. Then the steward said, May you be well. Don't be afraid. Your God and the God of your father must have put treasure in your bags. I received your money. Then he brought Simeon out to them. The steward brought the men into Joseph's house, gave them water to wash their feet, and got feed for their donkeys. Since the men had heard that they were going to eat a meal there, they prepared their gift for Joseph's arrival at noon. When Joseph came home, they brought him the gift they had carried into the house, and they bowed to the ground before him. He asked if they were well, and he said, How is your elderly father that you told me about? Is he still alive? They answered, Your servant, our father, is well. He is still alive. And they bowed down to honor him. When he looked up and saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, he asked, Is this your youngest brother that you told me about? Then he said, May God be gracious to you, my son. Joseph hurried out because he was overcome with emotion for his brother, and he was about to weep. He went into an inner room to weep. Then he washed his face and came out. Regaining his composure, he said, Serve the meal. They served him by himself, his brothers by themselves, and the Egyptians who were eating with him by themselves, because Egyptians could not eat with Hebrews, since that is abhorrent to them. They were seated before him in order of age, from the firstborn to the youngest. The men looked at each other in astonishment. Portions were served to them from Joseph's table, and Benjamin's portion was five times larger than any of theirs. They drank, and they got intoxicated with Joseph. Then Joseph commanded his steward, Fill the men's bags with as much food as they can carry, and put each one's money at the top of his bag. Put my cup, the silver one, at the top of the youngest one's bag, along with his grain money. So he did as Joseph told him. At morning light, the men were sent off with their donkeys. They had not gone very far from the city when Joseph said to his steward, Get up, pursue the men, and when you overtake them, say to them, Why have you repaid evil for good? Isn't this the cup that my master drinks from and uses for divination? What you have done is wrong. When he overtook them, he said these words to them. They said to him, Why does my Lord say these things? Your servants could not possibly do such a thing. We even brought back to you from the land of Canaan the money we found at the top of our bags. How could we steal gold and silver from your master's house? If any of us is found to have it, he must die, and we also will become my Lord's slaves. The steward replied, What you have said is right, but only the one who is found to have it will be my slave, and the rest of you will be blameless. So each one quickly lowered his sack to the ground and opened it. 
the steward searched, beginning with the oldest and ending with the youngest, and the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. Then they tore their clothes, and each one loaded his donkey and returned to the city. When Judah and his brothers reached Joseph's house, he was still there. They fell to the ground before him. What is this you have done? Joseph said to them. Didn't you know that a man like me could uncover the truth by divination? What can we say, my lord? Judah replied. How can we plead? How can we justify ourselves? God has exposed your servants' iniquity. We are now my lord's slaves, both we and the one in whose possession the cup was found. Then Joseph said, I swear that I will not do this. The man in whose possession the cup was found will be my slave. The rest of you can go in peace to your father. But Judah approached him and said, Sir, please let your servant speak personally to my Lord. Do not be angry with your servant, for you are like Pharaoh. My Lord asked his servants, Do you have a father or a brother? And we answered, My Lord, We have an elderly father and a younger brother, the child of his old age. The boy's brother is dead. He is the only one of his mother's sons left, and his father loves him. Then you said to your servants, Bring him to me, so that I can see him. But we said to my Lord, The boy cannot leave his father. If he were to leave, his father would die. Then you said to your servants, If your younger brother does not come down with you, you will not see me again. This is what happened when we went back to your servant, my father. We reported your words to him. But our father said, Go again and buy us some food. We told him, We cannot go down unless our younger brother goes with us. So if our younger brother isn't with us, we cannot see the man. Your servant, my father, said to us, You know that my wife bore me two sons, one left, and I said that he must have been torn to pieces, and I have never seen him again. If you also take this one from me, and anything happens to him, you will bring my gray hairs down to Sheol in sorrow. So, if I come to your servant, my father, and the boy is not with us, his life is wrapped up with the boy's life. When he sees that the boy is not with us, he will die. Then your servants will have brought the gray hairs of your servant, our father, down to Sheol in sorrow. Your servant became accountable to my father for the boy, saying, If I do not return him to you, I will always bear the guilt for sinning against you, my father. Now please, let your servant remain here as my lord's slave, in place of the boy. Let him go back with his brothers. For how can I go back to my father without the boy? I could not bear to see the grief that would overwhelm my father. Joseph could no longer keep his composure in front of all his attendants. So he called out, Send everyone away from me. No one was with him when he revealed his identity to his brothers. But he wept so loudly that the Egyptians heard it, and also Pharaoh's household heard it. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still living? 
but they could not answer him because they were terrified in his presence. Then Joseph said to his brothers, Please, come near me. And they came near. I am Joseph, your brother, he said, the one you sold into Egypt. And now, don't be worried or angry with yourselves for selling me here, because God sent me ahead of you to preserve life. For the famine has been in the land these two years, and there will be five more years without plowing or harvesting. God sent me ahead of you to establish you as a remnant within the land and to keep you alive by a great deliverance. Therefore, it was not you who sent me here, but God. He has made me a father to Pharaoh, lord of his entire household, and ruler over all the land of Egypt. Return quickly to my father and say to him, This is what your son Joseph says. God has made me lord of all Egypt. Come down to me without delay. You can settle in the land of Goshen and be near me. You, your children and grandchildren, your sheep, cattle, and all you have. There I will sustain you, for there will be five more years of famine. Otherwise, you, your household, and everything you have will become destitute. Look, your eyes and my brother Benjamin's eyes can see that it is I, Joseph, who am speaking to you. Tell my father about all my glory in Egypt and about all you have seen, and bring my father here quickly. Then Joseph threw his arms around Benjamin and wept, and Benjamin wept on his shoulder. Joseph kissed each of his brothers as he wept, and afterwards his brothers talked with him. When the news reached Pharaoh's palace, Joseph's brothers have come. Pharaoh and his servants were pleased. Pharaoh said to Joseph, Tell your brothers, do this. Load your animals and go on back to the land of Canaan. Get your father and your families and come back to me. I will give you the best of the land of Egypt, and you can eat from the richness of the land. You are also commanded, do this. Take wagons from the land of Egypt for your young children and your wives and bring your father here. Do not be concerned about your belongings, for the best of all the land of Egypt is yours. The sons of Israel did this. Joseph gave them wagons as Pharaoh had commanded, and he gave them provisions for the journey. He gave each of the brothers changes of clothes, but he gave Benjamin 300 pieces of silver and five changes of clothes. He sent his father the following, 10 donkeys carrying the best products of Egypt and 10 female donkeys carrying grain, food, and provisions for his father on the journey. So Joseph sent his brothers on their way, and as they were leaving, he said to them, Don't argue on the way. So they went up from Egypt and came to their father Jacob in the land of Canaan. They said, Joseph is still alive, and he is ruler over all the land of Egypt. Jacob was stunned, for he did not believe them. But when they told Jacob all that Joseph had said to them, and when he saw the wagons that Joseph had sent to transport him, the spirit of their father Jacob revived. Then Israel said, Enough! My son Joseph is still alive. I will go to see him before I die.
Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this story about Joseph and the scriptures. We thank you for the forgiveness that he extends to his brothers and the reconciliation that takes place. We pray that we could emulate this in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. This story is one of the most powerful stories about forgiveness and reconciliation. Joseph has every right, the way we would look at life, to get back to his brothers. I mean, he has the power to put them all in prison. He could have had them in prison for years as a tit-for-tat gesture to make sure that they suffered for just as long as he did. But Joseph doesn't do that. Joseph sees the wisdom of God in the way he has dealt with what is going on. I mean, when bottom line is nobody's going to argue with God. God is the one who brought the years of plenty. God is bringing the years of famine. And he is the one who set the stage, not the humans, not the people. So Joseph is in realization of this and realizes that he must forgive his brothers. But he also operates in the sense of wanting to find out more about them to see if their hearts have changed. And he sees that they have. Judah is willing to sacrifice himself for Benjamin. By that gesture, Joseph knows that Judah is a different man. Perhaps there's somebody in your life that you need to forgive. If you've been harboring unforgiveness in your heart for years, well, the sad story is that the other person isn't really affected, but you are. Don't let that unforgiveness develop a bitter root that takes hold in your heart and your mind. Bring it to Jesus. He is the only one who can help you through it. Bring it to the altar. Bring it to the cross. And let Jesus help you forgive those who need to be forgiven. And it might be something minor or it might be something huge that seems unforgivable. But Jesus helps us to forgive the unforgivable. Is that not amazing? Is our God not great? He is. SevenStreamsMethod.com is the home port for this podcast. We thank you for joining us today during this reading of the world stream. Tomorrow we will transition to the nation stream back to the book of 1 Samuel. Know that nothing can separate you from the love of God. Until tomorrow, I'm Serena, sailing with you down the seven streams.